To another episode of Marvel Friends After Work, a podcast that talks about everything and anything to do with the MCU. So I'm Casey, my fellow host, Nick and Joel. Give me the word you have for this episode. You know, that's the way I like to start it. Give a word or small statement of your first initial reaction to the finale of Ultimate Secret Invasion. Ultimate Scroll. Ultimate We've surpassed scroll. Super Scroll, Ultimate Scroll. That's a better name than Super yeah. Scroll. I agreed with that too. Um, dang, I always forget that this is how you start the show, and I'm trying to like quickly look over my notes to figure out like, and I I could I would just probably go with my name, which is just another one bites the dust, another villain that's outstanding. Marvel kills off as I almost killed my camera. Um, so another one bites the dust, in my opinion. Nice. Mine was I dig it. I mean, I I, li- I liked it, so <laughs> I dig it. It was good. Okay, so I just want to jump in and really, what'd you think of it? Did you like it? You're not like it. There's a lot of people online who did not like the final. A lot of people were upset it was shorter to begin with, but a lot of people didn't like the final. What are your guys' thoughts on it? I liked it in that I hope the rumors are true and it's uh, that we're going to get a second season to it because it definitely is like a cliffhanger that could totally continue the storyline for another six episodes oh, or yeah. address it in another property, you know. Either way, there's still plenty of stuff there to tell. Yeah. yeah. Season two, I wrote down guaranteed it's going to be based around Sonya and Gaia. Gaia. That's that going to be, be really sweet. Two. It will be very cool because it seems like their chemistry will be fun. And I love so- Sonya. I've said it every episode she's been in. And yet again, she's outstanding in this episode, teaming up with Fury. Um, and her and Gaia will take off while we see fury and um oh my gosh what's his wife's name rava right no 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 uh, what was the other one Vera. i had it now Vera. thank Vera. you thank you thank you Vara. Sorry. no it's vara 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 that's what it's it is Vara. i put the almost, r in the v most yeah. Faranki. <laughs> um so we're gonna see them that's in tomorrow that, that's that's why i was trying to be like all right wait a minute i can't anyways 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 um this episode was rushed the CGI was pitiful in some some spots, really? very much so, very much yeah. so, and it was it what 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 was it? It was like them trying to be like shit. We have thirty minutes and a lot of storylines. Let's just do a bunch of stuff. Gravik has this sweet monologue, and then we like don't really see him again, and then he just dies from to Gaia. Like they have this cool fight scene, but. He, it, it, I, I did not like this episode. I liked the episode. Like I liked the episode. I enjoyed watching the episode, but it seemed like they were just trying as fast as they could to cram as much stuff as they could in, and it, it just, I don't know. Give me a seventh episode. Like just do half yeah. of what you did, and give me a seventh episode. That's another thirty minutes, or just give me a one hour long episode to finish it up. You don't need to cram it all in. Yeah, that's. That's a fair take. I'm going to be the kind of like you were for Modoc in Ant-Man. We were both like hashing on it and you were like, Modoc, you know, <laughs> I'm kind of like that with this episode. When I finished watching this episode, I was very happy. I was just like, I enjoyed it. I actually thought they 
they covered their loose ends for the story, I thought, and they still left so many great avenues for where they want to take it to connect the rest of the MCU for setting up season two. I'm actually ex extremely excited if they did a season two of Sonya and Gaia. For once, I'm like looking forward to Gaia's character and between her and Sonya, I think it's going to be great. But I didn't feel like I didn't get a full meal with this episode. I really did feel like they finished the story they were telling here, and, but they were able to branch off without it feeling like just loose ends at the same time. Like it was very direct direct loose ends that they directed where they're going to go. And so it just has me very excited. So all together, I really liked this episode. Yeah. I mean, I, I gotta agree with Nick though. It was definitely a short episode. Everything seemed a little rushed because of it. Like had it been the full 57 minute episode or something, they could have added in a little more to that dialogue. Cause that, you know, that whole scene in the reactor room was great. They could have dragged that out for half the episode and it would have been, Fantastic. Everybody would be fine with that. Um, the CGI, I'm guessing you're talking about like the other parts or the fighting. So the fighting, I thought they did pretty good, but it was like weird details. Like they showed all the tattoos of like Drax's arm. And it's like, why is the arm so tight? Even... The <laughs> arm was terrible CGI. It, it looked like a bad terrible. like ogre thing because it was like all shriveled up. Was it like, was all shriveled up. Like his hand was like all weird. It was super, super, super annoying. There's one more uh, scene that was just ridiculous to even watch. And unfortunately, I can't find it right now. I'll get to it. But ah, this, and but there were some cool parts. Like there was some good CGI in the fights. But man, there was a couple things that really stood out. It was like, yeah, we need we need either more visual artists or. Or don't try and do so many characters. I mean, I get it. They were trying to show them shuffling through everybody's DNA. They're just like, oh, what do I have in the in the uh, playbook right now? Like, oh, I could turn into Drax's arm. It's like, okay, but you got Call Obsidian's arm, so why? You know. Yeah. That, the fight scene and all those different powers and stuff is like two giant scenes I do want to focus on. Let's talk about the uh, the actual like harvest. He puts it in somebody I heard it on another podcast. They said the word, they put it in their little super microwave <laughs> to like <laughs> test it and it ran through all the names, which they weren't they were kind of right. That's what it kind of looks like. It's probably owned by Instapot, if I had to guess. <laughs> yes, they, it's they like get the air it's like fryer. The 25th Instapot. edition. Yeah. Air fryer, pressure cooker, DNA splicer. Yeah. What do you think of that? Like so yeah, they just like we because we speculated how does that work? Do they like pull out all the different DNAs? And my my initial thought was no, someone's just gonna get like all the powers at once. Is that weird that they went there? Yeah, I, I don't really understand how you have everybody's genes in a little vial, but if you just take the science part out of the window, I thought it was that was very uh almost like funny, but like a nod to uh, how they always use radioactivity for all these different characters, like, you know, bitten by a radioactive spider, got spilled on by radioactive, blah, blah, blah. This one, he's literally in, well, I guess it's actually Gaia, but, you know, they're in a nuclear waste mm -hmm. reactor, and that's what it is. Radioactivity has given them extra powers, boost powers, so. Which is just great, because Oppenheimer's coming out, or came out, yeah. or is out, you know what I mean? Which, by the way, are you guys going to see Oppenheimer at all? Or Barbie? I'm going to go see Oppenheimer first. In 70 point or no? Oh, I don't even know if we have that. I doubt that. We oh, have yeah, that I doubt that. In too. the keys. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. 
And then Barbie, you watching that? You're doing the double feature? I don't know that I'm going to watch it in theaters. I Barbie just would Heimer. feel weird going by myself to Barbie, you know? Well, but yeah, you'd probably get arrested for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. I'll go. I'll find a date. I'll find. I'll bring my dog. There you go. Perfect. Just back there somewhere. What about you, Casey? Are you seeing either of those two movies in theaters? Um, no? I might go see Barbie in a week or two. And tickets are a little bit cheaper. I don't, I'm not dying to see it, but I do want to see it. Yeah. And I want. I don't want to go see Oppenheimer. Is that how you pronounce Oppenheimer. it? Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. I don't want to go see it by myself, and I don't know anybody who's going to go see it with me. So. So they're only doing showing that in 19 theaters across the uh, nation in the way it's supposed to be film or like shown in 70 point like millimeter um, like film and we're going to it so I'm very excited not Ooh, to get awesome. us off track but anyways explosions we're about- explosions yeah yes right exactly did you get the front row seat I don't think I did think hopefully not it'd be a terrible seat <laughs> it would be terrible I do not want that seat um but but about the harvest. What, they seemed like there was just a grab at like <clears throat> we didn't have enough cameos in this show. We didn't uh, bring any Avengers in except for like Rhodes, who no one really cares about anyway. Oh, poor Let's us. just throw in a bunch of their power. We don't have to bring the people in or the characters in, but we'll throw a bunch of their powers and a couple of their arms and limbs out there. And, uh, you know, it'll be like a, it'll be everyone will love it. I thought it was a grab. I thought it was it's- a reach. It's a fictional universe. I get it. But this just seemed a little like far fetched. Yeah. And then for just like the little powers to come out, like Drax's arm or she turned to Mantis or little things like that, just seemed like a bit much in some ways. It's kind of like, I don't know. This is so unrealistic. It, like it hurts. It's not like a fantasy unrealistic. You're trying to make it practical, mm-hmm. but it's just not. I did appreciate Mantis coming out. It was like her character's like relevant. This is nice. They've actually used it. I've got the show actually playing in the background and that scene just happened. And they did exactly what I said they were going to do. I was like, if it was Miss Marvel coming in as a cameo, she'd just like fly him up into the air and then drop him. That's exactly what they did. Yep. She puts him to sleep. Yeah. And then then she blasts him. Yeah. Yeah. But that was the whole thing. Like, why are they switching through all these other characters when they both got Captain Marvel's powers? Like, which is like, which is can defeat Thanos. Like, what? You know, I don't think Captain Marvel is going to work here. I'm going to (laughs) use, I almost call him Dave Bautista, uh, Drax's arm. Like, because that's going to be, that'll be way more effective. Well, to be fair, if you're both, if you're both battling with like, Carol Danvers' powers, you kind of have to be more strategic than that, you know, and figure out because doing that Did up you? against each other is not doing anything real quick the, in the, the fight. That one just... was, was pretty creative. Stilly, Mantis but... was pretty creative, but other than that, I don't, all the power arms, I didn't need any of that. I didn't need any. What were you guys' Omni. thoughts that Gravik turned into a scroll during the fight, but Gaia stayed like in her shell form? Oh, after, but that was right after she dropped him out of the air like she mantis him to sleep and then he turns well, into he was no, scrolled the whole time she she caught his arm in the beginning when she was still nick fury and then she punched him like through the ceiling and he went flying and so when he, he sat up she st- walked out of like the rubble in a sense and i gotcha Ar- yeah, yeah. still i mean he's probably just like why waste the energy on being this other form that i don't really care about it seemed like the only reason he was being that form was to piss off fury and Fury's not even there. So mm, that whole story I... monologue was wasted because it wasn't even Fury he was talking to. 
Let's so, talk yeah. about the monologue because people are arguing about that everywhere on the internet, saying what was the point of it? Because Fury didn't get to hear it. He wasn't there. How do you guys feel about the monologue scene? Because it was a great monologue from his part. Gravik was just really being honest and opened up and giving the frustration that he wanted to give to Fury just for Fury not to hear it. What are your guys' thoughts and takes on it? I thought it was was amazing acting. I thought it was freaking ferocious the way he got in Fury's face. It was outstanding. I literally wrote down, Gravik is a badass actor. Verbatim. He was amazing. And that was amazing. Until it was kind of pointless, but also it just kind of shows them how like you, you you've been sneaking around and playing like now you're trying to be sentimental and let, vent and let your frustration out, and you're not even doing it to the right person. Like no one has any idea what's going on. Um, but I have a lot of questions about turning to a scroll or not, I, and I don't want to go into it yet. But don't let me forget. Okay, Joe, where were your thoughts on the monologue and it not being actually Nick? Uh, I love the monologue. I feel like as far as uh, catharsis for Gravik's character, he did at least get to vent and get it off his chest. He wasn't getting to tell it to the... He thought he was telling it to the right person. So in the moment, he was probably feeling the catharsis of it. But um, I, I do think that Gaia kind of sympathizes with him. Like she grew up kind of in that same deal. I don't know how much she was actually a player for Nick Fury, but you got to think they were both kind of operatives if, if Talos was working for him. So right. I do wish, like I said, if the fight would have gone long or the story would have gone longer, it would have been kind of cool to see her reveal herself as Gaia and have a conversation as Gaia with him instead of just the little fight at the end where he says something snotty and she kills him. You know, right. And that was I it. know a lot of people really feel like Nick should have heard that monologue, but it you mean Fury. there's like no one knows Nick. That's true. Maybe I'm a scroll. You don't know that. <laughs> uh, oops, I gave it away. I think there's two ways to look at it though. Guy hearing that speech from Gravik was almost just as impactful as Nick or Fury. Sorry, Nick Fury. Whatever you want to call it. Fury hearing it. Because Gaia was walking that line, right? She wasn't really sure what side of the battle she wanted to be on. She did see that Gravik's path was the wrong one. Even though she agreed with maybe his motives behind it, we need a home and stuff, she left that side. But when she went back to her dad, she didn't see it that way either. So to, for her to hear Gravik like, really just speak from his soul what was wrong and why he was going about it and stuff, and how broken it really tore him apart and how he got to there. I think it was really important for her character to see, I don't want to do that same thing. Maybe maybe I don't totally agree with my dad, but my dad was on the right track. You were wrong. And I think that was important for her to hear Gravik say that. Now, as far as people getting upset because Fury should have heard what Gravik went through and why it was Fury's fault. I think Fury is already well aware why Gravik's doing what he's doing. You know, he, he worked under him. I think he was just one step ahead of him in that sense. He knew he let him down. He knew it was all his fault. He's known this whole time. And I think that's why Fury has been very closed off to telling anybody maybe about it because he already knew. So I don't think it was really necessary for him to hear Gravik's speech in my opinion. As far as like constructive criticism though, they could have easily just put like an earbud in Amelia See, Clark's that's what I was thinking. ear and then just shown him like 
facepalm, you know, like, wow, I really messed this guy up. You I know? was like, there's spies. He could have been telling her. Okay, say this. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. But you couldn't because at the time we thought it was Nick Fury that he was talking to. So you couldn't like just be like, here's another Nick Fury who's all sad and depressed because that's what made us like, is that really Nick Fury? Why is he coughing so much? Like, Did you guys suspect that it was Gaia sooner than the reveal? Uh, Yeah, because I thought, well, I thought Fury was faking the radioactive stuff. Like I thought he had already taken the little potion. I did too. And then as he dropped the stuff into the middle, I was like, okay, so they're playing a game here. Who is it? Who's the scroll? I thought it was going to be Talos's wife because we had talked about that. Nick had said that she was probably still alive. I did not think it was going to be Gaia, though. But as soon as they turned the reactor on, and they were both in there. That's when it was like, ah, okay, we're going to have a, a super scroll off. Yeah, I definitely assumed and knew it was going to be Gaia because we want we were going to get the Gaia versus um Gravik battle at the end. Gaia like this you bring in this high like top of the line actress to play this character and I don't know, I felt like she got underutilized in this show, but that's what I'm hoping kind of propels into like season 2. But yeah, like I I definitely thought at one second, oh maybe it's, you know, Talos's wife. I mean, there was probably like 12 different people that went through my head who it could be but um i most definitely right at honestly and it wasn't even before like the coffin and all that right as fury shoots the two russian guards like i i just was already which we end up seeing fury like be pretty stealthy and badass later in the show but right there my immediate thought was oh nick fury's too old for that that is not nick fury that is someone who is being stealthy who can sneak through the woods you know send a car snipe them in the back of the head and then you then you start seeing them cough and cough and cough and you're like okay definitely 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 like foreshadowing that they're not for but like portraying that this is not nick fury so, so it was the invisible or the non-driver in the car how the car kind of pulled up but it seemed like no one was driving it i kind of was suspicious it was gaia or someone from there because i thought maybe she was just invisible and then nick fury showed up and i was thinking okay can she maybe- turn invisible I wasn't sure. I what? wasn't sure what powers they had. You don't know what I think she, she just hit the old scroll, like bro. you put a brick on the gas pedal and you you I thought tie it was a, a paper clip piece of yarn to the steering wheel. Oh, you just let it drive. On. But it did drive a very straight line, almost like it was, you know, a Tesla driving itself. Right. On that <laughs> slightly curvy road and it matched that curve perfectly before you right. blasted. I'm not gonna let us go on without asking this question. So when you, a scroll become like gets a body, that body gets put in the laser thing, right? They're like in the pod. If they were probably replacing somebody more, noticeable. if they want to keep the memories, it's the only reason they're keeping them in those pods. Is that right? Okay, so yeah. that's what I was asking. So otherwise, you can just kill somebody and take their form and. Is that what, what Gaia did, you think? Okay, so say so 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 let's just say whoever was not impersonating um the dude that was in Wakanda Forever. What's his name? He's married to uh, Val. Val. Yeah. Everett Ross. Thank you. So he he gets like released, right? Um he's like in the pod at the end and he gets free. Whoever was portraying him isn't dead, right? They didn't kill that whoever that was, you know. Yeah, he fell off the roof in the very beginning. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, you're right. the first well, that episode. One is dead. 
Okay, so that's not what I'm thinking of. Let's just find someone alive. There was a bunch of people, whatever. Someone, One of the scrolls that are still alive, right? Does that scroll and that person walk around in the same skin? Are there now yes. two of those people? Yes. You They can they can send somebody without killing them or having to freeze them. Yeah. The only reason that they took them captured, especially since most of the people captured were higher officials, they couldn't both be in the same circles because there'd be two of them. It would be very obvious. But like, okay. if you send somebody like in America, but you're planning to be in Russia all the time, you're probably not going to run into each other. If you're just an average citizen, it's not a big deal. But they were only holding those people captive, probably somewhat for the memories, maybe, or you because there couldn't be two roadies in the government. You had to take the other one out. We can't yeah. have that in America. I'm sorry, but the scrolls can't stay here. Like they can't. I'm on President Ritson's side right now. Like, no. That didn't will even the utmost confusion. You can portray someone, go murder someone, and then stop portraying them. And they'll I don't like, know if brutally saying we're gonna kill you all is the right way to handle that. I don't know if that's right. maybe it's the right way to handle it, especially not publicly no. in the news like that. It may be more tactful. It most definitely turned up like they said that some vigilantes, like in the end, just killing like humans, innocent humans, and stuff like that. But uh, that can't happen. Scrolls can't be here. That could not like in real life. That can't happen. And in Marvel life, like you cannot coincide with someone who can just be someone else do something and then be someone else and go away. But they said all non-earthlings are not all aliens of all sorts. Right, yeah. Which was interesting. Yeah. Does that mean that includes what the Hulk's son with the terrible haircut and all of the Asgardians? But won't that include like mutants or people like Miss Marvel and stuff like that? They yeah, I mean we don't really have any mutants yet. But no, but you set it up. In, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when Mantis and Drax came for the holiday special, they could have just been, like, thrown in jail, which obviously they Technically, doesn't couldn't that mean, have, like, Star-Lord? Star-Lord? Well, no, because he's American-born, No, right? he's part human. Uh, but he is as part far alien, as, As far as everyone knows, he's human. They yeah, don't know yeah. that he's half celestial. Yeah. Celestial, yeah. yeah. He um, claimed to be a, yeah. a celestial, but he doesn't seem to be the same type of celestial. I don't know. Who knows? Weird deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad we did, did get that up though, because I was like, I was like, so what's happening with all the people that are portraying the people that were just let go, and they come stumbling in to their home after 10, 15 years or whatever, and their wife is like, ah, "Sorry, hey, honey, I'm home. What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah. That can you know get exactly awkward. the scene. You you put it in your own head. I didn't How did they anything. do that in Spider-Man Far From Home when Aunt May stood on stage? She goes, it was crazy. When I flipped back, you know, someone thought I was a ghost. Someone thought I was the mistress. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> That's so funny. That is great. Yeah. There was and, a and group. Also... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was, I was going to say, we we're talking about like how Ritson put out that thing to encourage people more or less to go out and attack the scrolls. Like he said, no scrolls. So everyone that takes that literally is going to go out, start hunting scrolls, vigilante style. And uh, they had the, like the wolf pack or something. And uh, I was agents of shield. I don't know that either one of you has watched that, mm. but they That's basically did the same thing, except against the inhumans. They were like mm. trying to find the inhumans, trying to exterminate them. Uh, just genocide, grassroots genocide. Hmm. I did notice that Fury said on the phone with him, he said, that sounds like a, a one-term president kind of move. 
which mm. kind of sets up, you know, is it Brave New World or Thunderbolts? Where Thund Thunderbolts? Bra oh, no, Brave New World is first, right? But yeah. Is that when uh, then Thunderbolts? The new uh, yeah, Harrison, Harrison Harrison Ford, Ford is, is in Brave New World. Yes, Thunderbolt Ross. The movie? Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt Ross. Ross. Yes. But Thunderbolt Ross is definitely right on page with this, unless he's playing a different, you know. If he's like, oh no, I'll be the, I'll kiss the babies and shake the hands and even the superheroes' hands, because so far he's been an asshole to all the superpowered people. So, yeah. Can I just also bring up one last gripe about this episode, which is when these people get released from the pods at the end of the show and they're like, and they come like walking out of the door and they're, it was the worst acting I've ever seen. By every single person ever, even when Rhodes like falls out of his pod, like and Gaia like catches him while everyone else is just walking out. The, the Avenger, it like can't use his legs. The Rhodes is probably the best ever. acting, but wait, what? Rhodes was probably I, the best acting there. I mean, he probably was honestly. To be fair, as an actor, terrible. most of these people are not extras, but it's like you have a very small part, right? You just have to walk out of the building from these pods. I mean, what what kind of experience do you draw like to your mind to like be able to act this? You want to pretend you've been hostage in a pod being like brain zapped for this long in a radioactive place. What emotion do you bring to yeah. that role? Confusion, a lot of emotions. Happy. I, like I could have done 10 times better than all of them. Every single person that came out of that pod was embarrassing. The Don Cheadle? You think you could have acted better than Don Cheadle? Yeah, that guaranteed scene. I could act Don Cheadle in, I, I, coming out of the pod. I think I know what you're talking about, but I think the point of him being like all dazed and whatever was to, supposed to set up a suspense of like, is he going to take a step or not? Because he wanted to know if he's been a scroll since before Civil War or not. So, you know, he gets yeah, they, and then they paralyzed. Didn't say, they didn't give us a time. They said a very long they did. time. Which is why another thing that's like, it's got to be a season two or they're going to come back and address this because a lot of people think obviously it was, everybody wants to know that. A lot of people know? says he looks like he was in like kind of like a hospital gown thinking it was right after the Civil War accident. So a lot of people think it was Civil War after Civil War at some point. I didn't notice the gown, but I, I just remember looking and being like, is he going to step out? Is he going to step out? And then he didn't step out. They had he to carry fell on. out. Does that count? Well, no. He could have been stiff from standing there that long. So yeah. I, mean, I would your be, legs yeah. didn't work. I hated yeah. that whole scene. I really, really, really did. My question was, I was kind of like, so it's like... They not like radioactive doesn't bother these people or like you have yeah. to be there for a while. I feel like that's a huge another thing plot of science issue. being like mm. definitely some long term issues while living in a nuclear. Now I could believe that they could be safe maybe while they were hooked up to the pods for whatever reason, but like maybe when they're, they're all walking mutants. out, they're being exposed. I don't know. They're maybe all they're mutants. all mutants. I don't mind that go. idea. At the very end, when Sonya and Guy are working together, and they go to like a giant room or warehouse full warehouse of like room. hundreds of people in those pods, I wonder where that was. I wonder if that was at the compound or someplace else. Well, it it wouldn't have been the same place, right? I mean, uh, where did where did Sonya meet Fury? Was that after he crossed? Sonya meet Fury when? Uh, in the uh, you mean in Gaia? Sonya no. met Fury when they were fighting together at the. Hospital. No, no, no. When he when he flies over, in the uh, the previous episode. That's what I'm talking about. Previous episode. In Finland. Yeah, he flies over to Finland. He talks where they're there. Does she go anywhere else besides Finland? 
We don't see her until the hospital when she makes that okay. call to Brody. Which she's badass in. And when Fury pops Rhodey in the, in the forehead, that was a nice little... I wasn't ready for that. And I was like, hey, that's a good scene. I like that. Blue Another blood. forehead shot. Yeah, the forehead shot. It's purple, man. Are you colorblind? Or purple. Yeah, yeah I am colorblind. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever shade that is. Up. What color is that? Blue? Purple. It's purple. Damn. See, blue, What color does it look to you? Blue. Blue really? and purple, green and brown, like black and deep dark purple. Those all like they just have they're just one shade. They're just one shade. Like you can't tell the difference unless they're like extremely vibrant. You can like tell. Scroll. I might be. Scroll. Might it's be. a scroll. You Stay tuned till next week to find out if Nick is a scroll or. <laughs> I probably. Oh yeah, we are out of time. Fuck. We're getting there. So let's kind of wrap it up for pretty much our instant reaction for at least the finale. So more into the whole rest of the series. Wait, can you guys hear me? Yes. No, Dude, anytime I try to play Muffles this outro, it like muffles you, but then we end the show and it sounds great while you're talking. So I don't know what's going on. Okay, so no music for the last part. Or maybe there is, I don't know. I um so join us next week, guys. We're going to go over probably the rest of the series and try to like cover more of our whole thoughts on it. And then the Marvel's trailer just dropped, so we're going to be talking about that too. Follow us on our socials, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit. You can now find us on YouTube. Please go check out our channel and please subscribe. So I'll see you guys this. next week. See Let's ya. Let's go.